0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Journey
1: on Rock 102. Well, we certainly said this a lot uh, this season, and we'll do it again. A heat advisory is in effect until tomorrow at 7 p.m. Today and tomorrow, partly cloudy in the morning, with a chance of afternoon thunderstorms and a high of 90. Right now it is 67 in downtown Springfield.
0: So a couple of things. First of all, later on this morning around 750, we're going to announce the uh, the Rockwell Summer Stimulus uh, Word of the Day. Could be worth <clears throat> a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. thousand dollars. I could use a thousand dollars. I would love a thousand dollars. Also, uh, Scott Cohen will, uh, I believe, be here after seven o'clock. And uh, so lo- there's the good and the bad. Local photographer Chris Marion's got a a, a, a gallery show of his uh, of his photography guy's been taking pictures uh officially for the nba for the last 10 years and he's right here from springfield right
1: right here yes he in is and this, then this, well up
0: up the road away. 16 acres good enough but nevertheless uh we'll be talking to him around 8 50 this morning to talk about the uh the
1: upcoming show it's
0: gonna be a busy show it is gonna be and a very busy
1: show winning a thousand dollars that's a busy show it's 5
0: 36 with baxson o'brien to rock 102 the Baxter O'Brien podcast is brought to you by the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. At Wealth Technology Group. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552. And Billy Squire on Rock 102.
1: Couple of hot ones. Uh, heat advisory in effect till tomorrow night at 7, uh, both th- uh, today and tomorrow. Sunshine in the morning, and then the chance of damaging afternoon thunderstorms and highs around 90. It is 67 in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, what do you say we hop in into some Hollywood trash with Steve and to
1: do. Uh
2: Matthew McConaughey
1: released a typically
2: Matthew McConaughey-esque video wishing America a happy 245th birthday. He said, quote, All right, all right, all right. You know what I like about America getting older? Is I stay the same age. All right.
1: Is that, is that what he said? No. He uh- said, uh,
2: let's admit that this last year, the trip around the Sun... Was also another head scratcher, but let's also remember that we're babies as a country. We're basically going through puberty in comparison to other countries' timeline, and we're gonna go through growing pains.
1: Right, but babies don't go through puberty. Well, well, I mean, he's speaking metaphorically, of course. Of I mean, course, he is. But even in, even in that exi- in that instance, uh, babies are too young. If we're if he's saying we're only two hundred and fifty years old. And uh, we're basically going through puberty. He, he's saying we're a teenager. <laughs> all ever,
2: right, all right, all right. Did
1: you ever watch uh, the uh, the television show Teen Moms? Uh, no. All right, a lot of yeah. people will watch that
0: show and say, oh, my God, they're just babies. And they're not mm. talk about the babies. They're talking about the moms who are teenagers. Yeah. But, you know, comparatively yeah. speaking to uh, their adulthood, it's their babies.
3: Mm.
1: That's kind of what he's getting
2: at. I think you have a problem with Matthew McConaughey, John.
1: Well, yes, that too. Uh, I really find him... Very, very tough to listen to. I really haven't respected him since the Naked Bongo's incident.
2: Yeah, I don't... I don't. I, I haven't respected him since he came on the scene as an actor.
1: I haven't respected him since the day he was born. Since he was a baby in puberty. Before
2: he was born. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey Chestnut won the Nathan's famous 4th of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest yet again and set a new record with 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. But the big story is that ESPN's feed cut out so people didn't get to see Joey's victory.
0: Oh, my God. I, I'm I'm sure there's video out there from people with their phones getting better angles. What was his previous record? 75. He beat it by one, oh, one. single hot dog. Oh, it was
2: 74 and a half.
0: Ah. And it was a little bit more <laughs> than a half, though so they're considering it. It's kind of like, like an early release day at school. Mm. It's considered a full day on the books.
1: Right.
2: Uh, New Orleans was not going to have a 4th of July fireworks display this year due to lack of funds, but when Will Smith found out, he couldn't let that stand. So Will donated $100,000 to the so the city could have its fireworks.
0: Ah, That's
2: nice. It wasn't just a random gesture. Will is in New Orleans uh, filming a runaway slave thriller called Emancipation. It was originally supposed to film in Georgia, but director Anto- Antoine Fuqua moved it after uh, Georgia passed a law that will allegedly lead to voter suppression.
1: So a hundred thousand. I wonder how far a hundred thousand dollars goes in uh, in fireworks expenses.
2: Well, it probably is enough to get a couple of minutes of fireworks. Anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe a couple of minutes.
0: Otherwise, the city would be fukwad.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Mark Zuckerberg tried to be just like the rest of us By riding a hydrofoil surfboard Which probably cost around $20,000 While holding an American flag To the tune of John Denver's Take me home country roads You Uh know, like we all did this weekend
1: Right I had the John Denver cranked up I'm still waiting for my hydrofoil surfboard
2: Yeah, I don't know what that is But uh, it's very costly apparently It's
1: on back order
2: Twitter was not interested Even John Cusack got into the act Imagine that. you bring it up celebrities that haven't really worked in quite a while. Mm-hmm. John Cusack comes out of the woodwork, and it says that flag is a symbol of the right of oligarchs not to pay tax. All okay. right. All right. Yeah, he's He was mad. Yeah. I'll say. Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton got married Saturday in Oklahoma. The, their first dance was to Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes. That's so cliche. Yeah, didn't everybody dance to that one? Gwen and uh, Blake started dating in 2015 after meeting on The Voice. Spider-Man co-stars Zendaya and Tom Holland are officially a couple. They were photographed last Friday after making out in Tom's car in L.A. and later hanging out with Zendaya's mom. You ever, uh, was the, uh, the the family guy where Spider-Man is in the room? with his girlfriend and there's web everywhere and his hands are in his head going, I'm sorry, I just it doesn't just happen <laughs> like this all the time. It's just And she's like, It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> That's kinda how I see that
1: yeah. relationship going. Yeah, on. maybe. Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, didn't I just say to you uh, yesterday we don't do enough stories about Henry Winkler? We don't, uh, actually. Henry Winkler thinks we need a cataclysmic event to bring us together. When someone reminded him that we just went through one and it didn't work, he said, quote, the pandemic pushed the world inside, creating a world apart.
1: What? Sure.
2: Yeah, He's losing it.
1: The pandemic pushed the world inside... Pulling it apart. Creating a world apart. Yeah. 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 No. I think we've had our one big thing for a generation or two. Yeah,
2: we don't need to go through that again.
1: Aren't there like jukeboxes he can punch? Yeah. Hey.
2: Hey. No, he does it. It's the vaccine now. You know, he's
1: yeah, moving his
2: arm so he gets a shot.
1: Punches a big uh, refrigerator full of vaccine.
2: Pete Davidson is currently removing all of his tattoos. It'll take him about two years to finish. He says the process is not only painful but embarrassing due to the questionable
0: designs that he has. It looks a little bit like a hodgepodge of last-minute ideas. Yeah, you know, it's not like he's all sleeved up in a in a design that's well thought out. It's like you know, you put put a little one anywhere, you look like uh, you look like somebody's wallpaper, like graffiti. Kind of. Anyone who used to watch
2: Nickelodeon shows can probably recall weird feet scenes in shows like Victorious and iCarly. Former producer Dan Schneider has denied rumors that he has a foot fetish and added that he never sexualized his child actors. Well, then why would you put all those things about feet in your shows?
1: He likes likes feet. He doesn't necessarily to a level of a fetish, but uh, he does like feet.
2: Uh, Iggy Azalea, I have one of those growing outside of my house. hmm
1: An Iggy Azalea bush. I'm allergic to them.
2: Is uh, <laughs> being accused of trying to look black in her new video, but she says, "quote I can't care about something that ridiculous and baseless. I'm wearing a shade six in Arma, an Armani foundation. It's the same shade I've worn for the last three years. So knock it off."
0: Well, it could be the lighting. Wow.
2: Kind of
1: like how she's
2: a little feisty, like oh, that. No, she is feisty. Gee, John. Are are you not interested in any of this stuff this morning?
1: I have found most of those stories to be way below my interest level.
2: By golly gee, let me talk about Gabe Cotter and how he's being welcomed back again. (laughs) Perhaps you would be interested in something. Why didn't you
1: start like, with that? I don't
2: know. Or what about the uh, <laughs> what's the ones you, that you refer to all the time? I don't know what you're talking the, about. The 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 animals in the in the suits.
1: Uh, the monkeys. Uh, Lancelot Link. No,
2: the thing that Flegal and uh, uh, oh, oh the banana, banana splits. splits. Yeah, the banana. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't start with that. Yeah, but well, maybe tomorrow. A natural Hollywood trash from Rock 102. Oh yeah.
0: Airline tickets check. Travel size shampoo check. Plenty of Netflix to keep the kids busy on the plane check. What am I forgetting? <gasps> Piper, our Pomeranian. He can't come on school vacation, and he certainly cannot stay home alone. What am I going to do?
2: When your dog can't travel with you, book them a vacation to... ...hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Woodfired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, the world of sports is often dictated by remarkable human achievements. Tom Brady's seven Super Bowl rings, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's 38,000 points, and even the 762 home runs smashed by Barry Bonds during his steroid-ravaged career are all remarkable athletic accomplishments, but they are mere child's play compared to the awesome and logic-defying record broken on Sunday by the single greatest living champion in America an inspiration who has dominated a sport like no other human being since man crawled out of the oceans at the very dawn of time. Yes, I'm talking about Nathan's hot dog eating champion, Joey Chestnut, who not only became the 2021 Nathan's champion for the 14th time in his competitive eating career, he did it by obliterating his own world record. He did it by crushing 76 hot dogs, with buns in an exhilarating 10 minutes. So let's put that into perspective. I've usually had enough hot dogs after a single hot dog. After one, I'm usually on to something else. Anything else, in fact, except that lousy carrot and raisin salad that nobody likes or that god-awful three bean salad your mother makes every year, which also sucks. The second thing to put into perspective is that last year, Joey Chestnut broke the world record by eating 75 hot dogs at the Nathan's Championship this year he ate one more more than anyone else in the six million years that man has been on earth and finally there's the math to eat 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes one must consume exactly 7.6 hot dogs every 60 seconds That's a rate of one hot dog every 12.6 seconds. That's 76 hot dogs with no condiments and their buns in the time that it takes to play. People are strange by the doors 4.7 times. That is an achievement. Sure, some of you will say, ew, that's gross, just before you start packing down your matcha-infused colon cleanse or meet up with your friends tonight for crappy appetizers and coconut margaritas at Applebee's, and you want to tell me that Joey Chestnut has some questionable eating habits? Please, the man is a 14-time champion, and with more world records than Jesse Owens, and that, my friends, is why Joey Chestnut is our greatest American champion of all time. But hey, and of my my uh, Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. So what kind of grill is going to be best for you? That's why you want to go to Palm, the uh, the Rockies in Palmer and talk to Matthew. Learn about Weber's and Traeger's and the Big Green Egg. Matthew loves talking about grills. You'll get good people and rock-solid service, like in Palmer, at every uh, Rockies Ace Hardware location. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch.
2: Rock 102,
0: Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6.15 A Rock
1: 102. A uh, couple of hot days. A heat advisory until 7 o'clock tomorrow night, today and tomorrow the same. Morning sun followed by potentially dangerous afternoon thunderstorms and a high both days of around 90. It is uh, 67 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: 7.50 this morning. we give away, give away the uh, Rock 102 summer stimulus keyword of the day. Could be worth $1,000 to you. I won't let you know about that eh, about an hour and 45 minutes
1: from now. So once again, 4th of July means fireworks. And thankfully, after a year off because of the pandemic, uh, Spirit of Springfield did their show, the big show, uh, Sunday night. A lot of other places did them, kept them going for Saturday. Yeah, and uh, a lot of other people just did them on their, on their uh, driveway instead. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, but Saturday night, you had uh, East Longmeadow and Enfield sticking to it despite, you know, half of this holiday weekend was... Kind of crap with the with the rain, but they stuck with it anyhow. Sunday, um, I went down to the to the riverfront to to see the Spirit of Springfield show. Now, originally, I had not planned to go alone, but it uh, turned out that way. And I remember uh, getting the letter from Spirit of Springfield weeks ago that said, because this is the first one after the pandemic, we are. While we're not necessarily social distancing, we are being a little bit tighter with the uh, attendance. So we request that every letter receiver bring just one guest. So uh, I was I, I was originally intending to do that. I see Judy down there, and she tells me, and I'm not going to identify anyone. I don't know the name anyhow, but um, apparently one who do, person. Who do, they, who do they work for? Yeah, I don't even want to do that. What do they look like? Uh, one person showed up with 10 guests, 10 guests. Um, did they clear that? No, beforehand, no. Nor did they clear the dog or the infant that they also brought. Yeah, you know, in these days of uh,
0: of just coming off the tail end of a pandemic, I wouldn't. First of all, I would never bring ten people down there. It's mm. A lot of people to keep track of, and I don't want to be responsible for them. And then, secondly, because it, it is an invitation only right. deal. Yep, it's not open to your entire uh, you know your your entire address book. You don't just open up your contacts and your phone mm-hmm.
1: and invite everybody along with you. And even if you did, even if there was no pandemic, an infant and a dog. I, I don't know if you saw, there were stories all over the place this weekend about uh, dogs that were lost because of 4th of July fireworks. Not <laughs> necessarily dogs that were brought to fireworks displays, but fireworks going off in neighborhoods, scaring dogs. Uh, uh, the the uh, Olympic uh, gymnast who used to have that smirk, Allie, Allie Reisman, yeah. her dog ran away over the weekend. I actually heard more stories this year than maybe ever before about you know people's dogs
0: bugging out mm-hmm. because of uh, you know neighborhood fireworks going yep. off. I'm not I mean you hear that from time to time but I've never heard it with a, such intensity and with anger like, yeah. like people like genuinely angry well, that people were blowing fireworks off in their uh, in their backyards
1: because of it it's effect on people's pets. Well, thankfully uh Judy made this person leave with the infant and the dog. So uh, uh good for her. I have a picture of, uh, of a reunion that I just thought uh, brought tears to my eyes. When you see these two people together again, you say to yourself, oh, my God, <clears throat> just look at that. All right. I present to you Barry Krieger and Brenda Garten. I don't know. That's much of a reunion. I, th- I think they're, they're still friends and get together from yeah, time to time. Not really the point. The point is, is they used to work together for 100 years and are... Still not Massachusetts Broadcasting Hall of Famers. You know, I thought that Barry was. No.
0: And then I looked it up because, you know, I've just poured into their website, not mm-hmm. 22, so the Hall of Fame, just to see, you know, who we're amongst. Yeah. And uh, I was stunned to see that Barry. I know. Not to besmirch Brenda in any way, because I Mm-mm. think she deserves to be in there, too. But Barry? Yeah. Uh, Barry yeah. put in his time. I think I think, uh, I think uh, the folks in Boston uh, are giving short although, shrift
1: to a legend like Barry Krieger. Although not all of Barry's career was spent in Massachusetts. You know, I mean, uh, the partnership here was 26 years in Massachusetts. Yeah, but do you realize how many Massachusetts people
0: watched him on Channel 12 oh, yeah. in Providence? Sure. Probably a good hundred, couple hundred thousand mm-hmm. people, but because because of the way you know Providence is to uh, to to you know to, to Southeast Massachusetts.
1: Yep. But nevertheless, despite some people believing that we've been nominated to the New England Broadcasting Hall of Fame, of which there is none, but uh, that was only um, one mistake. That would be where maybe Barry would go if there were one. Uh, the other guy who I saw, obviously, he uh, mm-hmm. came up to me as soon as I arrived. In fact, he gave me this. <laughs> He does this sometimes, and it's just very embarrassing. The, the you know, uh, like the double-handed bowing thing. Who the hell did that? The mayor, Mayor uh, Sarno, who then went off on how much he loves everywhere he goes now. People are calling him Mayor Dom Dom. Everywhere he goes, he said, I can't go anywhere now. I don't get, I don't get called that by people. I said, well, you know, the federal judge... Uh, the maestro, he, he goes. I know, I know. P- the, the name stuck. He said, "I love being called Mayor dum dum. It's uh, it's unfortunate the way we've destroyed people's careers because of
0: our yeah. chicanery. Yeah. You know, uh, not so much destroyed as belittled. I don't. I do yeah, Right. Well, maybe we've <laughs> knocked a few people down a, a notch or two, but uh, I don't think the mayor needs to bow down to us. N- no, at, I, I at told all. him.
1: I said, "Stop, stop that! Now go get me a beer." Did he? Yeah. Right. Uh, how about, how about that. Oh, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> now,
0: I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't
1: dream of uh, de- making those kinds of demands. The uh, the park, I presume, uh, because I saw the trucks moving in, uh, the garbage trucks moving in before the people were even gone. That's how fast they were to clean uh, Riverfront Park. The North End, uh, not so much. Big story on Mass Live hmm. uh, yesterday trashed july 4th revelers leave utter utter mess in springfield's north end now you would think that a nice place like springfield north north uh, springfield's
0: north end would know how to pick up after themselves and it's uh, it's disappointing because typically that's such a nice neighborhood that you wouldn't even dream that people would just you know leave their refuse and
1: debris laying you know utterly about the place it uh, It is uh, disappointing. A reporter working at the newsroom at, at the Republican Sunday night saw thousands of cars parked throughout the North End setting off fireworks in parking lots and, and the middle of the street. And then uh, you see the detritus left behind. Most of it appears to be fireworks boxes. Um, well, you know, they, they do tell you that, that once you,
0: you burn off a firework, mm-hmm. once you light it and it goes off. You're not supposed to touch it right away. One cuz yeah. of the heat and then two, you know, there may be it may still be lit mm-hmm. and you don't want to blow your hands yeah. off.
1: But that doesn't uh, really address the other uh empty booze bottles and the odd dirty diaper which again, you don't want to have go off in your face. It actually will will cause more damage than a sparkler. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so Mayor Dom Dom, in fact, says it uh, was despicable. And that next year, perhaps uh, he will have police details down there. You know, there, there's no way to police. You think of all the cops and all the DPW they have at the riverfront just to get you from one side of Columbus Avenue to the other side, then across the tracks and then safely into the park. You, you can't put police details everywhere there are large crowds in Springfield on the night of the fireworks. No, but you got to do something. Can't have the north end looking sloppy. Well, you got to you gotta hope that some of these uh, community groups will, will police themselves as well. It's 625 on Rock
0: 102.
4: Hi, folks. Adam Quinville here. I have a question for you.
1: Are you? I parked at uh, MGM right, uh, on the fourth level. I always try to park on the third level because that's where the Union Street exit is, mm-hmm. and, and not a lot of people who aren't from around town know about that exit. But I had to go to the fourth level, and I'm thinking, you know, uh, after the fireworks, I'll go inside, I'll play a little, and then let the traffic clear. I went in there, I played like an hour and a half of blackjack, and uh, I won a few bucks, by the way. And uh, when I left the line was still backed up to the third floor of the parking garage an hour and a half later an hour an hour later an hour hmm. from the end of the last firework i would say and it was taking that long to clear everybody from the main exit i said to one of the one of the uh, security guys i'm like can i can i hit the union street exit he's like yeah go for it i was out of there in 5 seconds um But I don't know. I don't know why everybody was being uh, funneled out that way.
0: I don't I don't really
1: know. But then
0: again, anytime anytime you're in a garage during an event. Doesn't matter how you know how how long you wait, it's it's always slow going to get out of there.
1: Yeah. Well, I figured it'd be a little bit faster than that. Yeah. No no such luck. Let's laugh.
0: Tell me. Tell me what's
2: fun. It's Baxon O'Brien's
0: joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Oh my God, that is
2: hilarious. Springfield's classic rock.
1: A little girl is uh, playing in the garden one day with her father nearby. Yes. And she sees uh, two spiders mating, and she says, "Daddy, what are these? What are these two spiders doing?" And the father goes, "Well, they're mating, honey." And, uh, and the girl says, well what do you call the spider on top daddy and uh, the father says, well that's that's the daddy long legs and uh, the little girl goes oh so is the other one a mommy long legs and the, and the father goes no actually they are both the daddy long legs and the little girl stomps on uh, on both of the spiders at that moment stomps on them she says, well we're not going to have any of that crap going on in this garden. <laughs> See, she was believing that there was oh, actually oh, same-sex spiders. So <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! Bax
2: and O'Brien on Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock.
3: See dealer for detail.
0: 632 with Bax O'Brien on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Servio Locksmith. They got a key for that. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
2: Thanks, Bax. There was a 20,000 shell display in Springfield over the weekend, and that wasn't even the fireworks. <laughs> you see what I there? Yeah. Because of all the shootings going
1: on. A right. Man,
2: a man was shot. I shot a man. What's your man got to do with me? I said I shot a man. I ain't trying to hear that, See, a man was shot and injured in the Upper Hill section of the city yesterday afternoon. The victim, who suffered injuries that are non-life-threatening, is the fifth man to be injured by gunfire in the city with the previous 24 hours from when the story came out police have not said if any of the shootings are related police responded to manhattan street around 2:15 pm for reports of gunshots and found the victim he was taken to base state uh, according to ryan walsh detectives uh, p- uh, partly blocked the one-way street shortly after the shooting and were seen focusing their efforts on an area f- uh, in front of a multi-family home on manhattan street one officer said they were establishing a crime scene early in the vest- investigation you know uh when the humidity comes out, the guns come out too.
1: Unfortunately, that seems to be the truth, and not just uh, not just in this city. this is happening all over the country, but um, yeah it, it's uh, it's getting pretty bad out there. Police are
2: also investigating the other shootings which occurred at one forty five a m Sunday near 1300 Main Street and about seven forty five p m. Sunday on Allendale Street. One person was seriously injured, and two others received wounds that are not life-threatening in the Main Street shooting. One man was brought to the hospital uh, by a private vehicle with injuries that are not life-threatening. Hey, uh, I know it's 4th of July and all, but could you drive me to the hospital?
0: Well, Well, you know, the the problem is, uh, you know, it's 4th of July, and everybody's out looking to celebrate. They've probably been drinking since the early part of the day. Someone shows up with a three-bean salad or that carrot salad with the raisins. Next thing you know, there's fisticuffs, and then the guns come out. And, and that's the kind of thing that destroys any 4th of July celebration.
1: And As far as getting a ride, I mean, pfft, I, I, they had a story on the news earlier this morning. I tried it last week. I had to go to uh, Palmer to get my bike. It was being serviced out there. And uh, I went on both, um, Uber and Lyft. No cars available, it said. At like 2 in the afternoon. No cars? No cars available. Yeah. There's Damn. nobody out there driving anymore. Well, it might pick up now that people are back out. It might, and the story they did said that it, yeah. they hope that it does, but there's still a lot of people out there worried about letting people in their car that may not be vaccinated. The cost of gasoline, the cost of repairs to vehicles. Um, they need drivers. I was thinking about doing it myself.
0: Yeah, but what are you going to do? when can you refuse uh, like a long trip as a driver
1: i don't i've been through this before i don't think you know the destination until yeah. you accept you the don't. job you don't right yeah.
0: and i don't know because i mean cuz i know a couple of drivers that uh, you know will drive all the way from you know western mass to new york city new <laughs> york city i Get know road. i know and, uh, see,
1: I would never want to do that. No, nah, I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. But, uh, well, yeah, I don't I, think you do that. I know. would
0: be a driver to say, like, you know, start off in, in Hamden. And then someone say, yeah. "Hey, could you you drive me to the furthest parts of Wilbraham?" And I would say, mm, "Gee, I don't know." Furthest parts? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, how about I just drop you front like the like the Wilbraham Palmer line? It's like, mm. I'm not so sure.
2: I know uh, a guy who did that. and it he was good? He was he goes to like Bradley Airport, like near the airport. Mm-hmm. So when somebody needs a ride, then because you get more money, right? Uh, doing that, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't want to. You you don't want to do that to your car, John. Don't do
1: that. Yeah, I suppose. You know
2: know what you could do, though? You want to pick up, uh, like, drunk college chicks. You go hang around, like, UMass or something. You know? You get all them drunk college chicks getting in your car.
1: Yeah. And you can
2: say, hey, look, I got a uh, car full of drunk college chicks in here.
1: I definitely don't want
2: that. That's what I'm saying. Because it doesn't even matter... Whether they're college kids or not, somebody's going to get drunk and throw up in your car. You know, I'm I, not
1: even worried about that. I'm worried about being the next Bill Cosby. Don't uh, don't ask me why I know this. They
0: charge a different fee if you either vomit inside the car
1: mm-hmm. or outside the sure. car. Because it costs different things to to clean it.
0: I would say... Flat
1: rate. Nah, that way you nah, decentivize, nah. I mean, because it's a it's a pretty
0: hefty fee. You park you you inside the car. It's like two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. You park out. You blow trow outside the uh, the vehicle. Say like on the side. Yeah. It's like
1: one hundred and eighty bucks. One hundred and eighty dollars. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty damn good for uh, a six dollar car wash. Yeah, no kidding. That's all yeah, you really need. That's that's it. Or, you know, like a free hose-off yeah, in your driveway.
2: That bile can destroy a paint job like you wouldn't believe. I True. would have
1: uh, every every one of my passengers here. Teaspoon of Ipecac before you get in my car. Sure. But... <laughs> here, drink this.
2: You know, uh, probably about 20 years ago, I was at a 4th of July celebration, uh, spent the night in my car because i couldn't drive anywhere mm. and then leaving the next day uh i got sick oh boy and i oh i was like so close to my parents house to, mm. to make it home and i just couldn't make it and it comes out of you know you know and it's uh it was like Schmirnoff raspberry or something uh, yeah. that i was drinking the night Sticky. before that smell would not go i don't I cleaned that thing for hours, and yeah. that smell lingered for weeks.
1: It was like that bo.
2: Yeah,
0: well, usually when the b goes, the o goes with yeah. it. Yeah, you know, we used to have a, a guy working here, Steve, many years ago. His name was Drinky the Drunk Guy. Remember Drinky the Drunk yeah, Guy? Yes, so that wasn't really his name, was but pot- we dubbed him that. How- a pothead? No, no, no. <laughs> he was he was named Drinky the Drunk Guy, uh-huh. who drinks a lot. Anyway, we had uh, another woman here who didn't have a nickname uh, working here, and yeah, you know, this is. This is pre Uber pre lift days, but it was the same concept. She was driving him from one establishment to his home. We have a
2: history of doing that for employees. Here. We yes. do. Yes. And
0: uh same thing. He threw up all over her car. Now there was no financial uh <laughs> remuneration in, in any way. It's mm. almost as if she had to do it herself. Right. You know, and in that case, you know, if you're an Uber driver and you've got a you know, you got to come up with the cost on your own. That's just not fair. Why would anybody want to be an Uber driver then? But if you make money on the deal, and I don't know how much of that fee you get to keep as opposed to Uber. But, you know, that's a that's a pretty good. The
1: puke fee? I don't think Uber gets any of the puke fee. Oh, I'm sure no, I'm Uber sure gets a piece Uber of it. Piece, sure. Yeah, uh, Uber that, they of get a, that doesn't seem right they at all. They get
0: their chunk, no pun
1: yeah. intended.
2: They probably have deals with, like, car cleaning places to say, hey, uh, you know, anytime something happens with this Uber, you go to one of these places.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, how many national car de- detailing places are there out there?
2: Uh, I don't
1: know. Not as many as there used no, to be. That's for sure. Yeah. That's right. The group
2: involved in an hours-long standoff, arm standoff with Massachusetts State Police that shut down the roadway Saturday morning are due to appear in court today. The situation was resolved through negotiation and tactical maneuvers, Mass State Police Colonel Christopher Mason said on Saturday, adding that the group members surrendered without incident. Mass State Police released the names of the eight individuals. In addition to the eight listed, there is a minor who was arrested and two others who refused to identify themselves. The men are all charged with unlawful possession of a firearm, eight counts, and unlawful possession of ammunition, use of body armor, and and the commission of a crime. Uh, They are part of this group. It, the, the rise of the Moors.
1: No, I'm sorry. It, it's the Moops. moops. It's Moors. Uh, moops. That's a misprint. Okay, history. This is for the game. <laughs> How you doing over there? Not too good, huh? All right, Bubble Boy. Let's just play. <laughs> Who invaded Spain in the eighth century? It was the Moors? That's a joke. The Moors. Oh no! I'm sorry. <laughs> It's the moops. The correct answer is the moops.
2: Let me see that. That's a misprint.
1: You jerk. It's Moors. Well, I'm sorry. The card says moops. Doesn't matter. It's the (laughs) Moors. There's no moops.
2: This was was a pretty uh, scary incident.
1: This trooper, this individual trooper deserves a medal. I mean, the idea that I think it was like 2 in the morning, uh, on an interstate highway, you see this vehicle in the breakdown lane. They were attempting to
2: refuel their
1: vehicles on the yeah. side of the highway. They had their own fuel inside these vehicles because they didn't want to stop at highway gas stations. Well, why would they? Why should they have to spend money on costly gas? Exactly. And uh, the idea that a, a, a trooper, all of a sudden, and I guess some of these guys were out of the truck. Some of these guys were on the woods line along the side of the highway. And again, remember, it's two o'clock in the morning and they've got long guns and you're standing there with your one little handgun and, you know, the ability to, to call for, I mean, they weren't necessarily being confrontational and the trooper thankfully knew how to de-escalate well enough until backup arrived and then, uh, you know, and then it went on for nine hours, but um, man, oh man, I can't imagine being that very first trooper and, and not, uh, not wetting yourself or just not wanting to shoot them all up because well, you can't shoot them all. They'll take you out in a half a second. That, <laughs> that's the other problem. Please. They're the moops. Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh, The rescuers were given the all clear to resume work looking for victims at a collapsed South Florida condo building after demolition crews set off a string of explosives that brought down the last of the building in a plume of dust. Why are you looking for victims? then?
1: Because there is still the possibility. There have been people who have been found alive after 14. I think we talked about this. I think the record was 17 days.
2: Miami-Dade County, uh, Daniela Levine-Cava told the Associated Press that the demolition went exactly as planned around 10.30 p.m. on Sunday. Crews immediately began clearing some of the new debris so rescuers could start making their way into parts of the underground garage that is of particular interest. Once there, they're hoping to get a clearer picture of the voids that may exist in the rubble and could possibly harbor the 121 people believed to be trapped under the fallen wing of the Champlain Champlain Towers south in uh, surfside that collapsed on June 24th. Did you
1: also see uh, that like all those cars that were on the ground floor of the parking garage? Mm-hmm. It's like oh, wait a minute, my car's in perfectly good condition, it just needs to be washed. Can I get to that? No, sorry. Well, First of all, the exit to the garage is collapsed. Well, you know, that's the thing. I mean, you know, when everyone's evacuated You don't have a
0: whole lot of time to just pick and choose. Well, what things am I going to bring with Uh, me during this evacuation? Tragedy aside, I can't help but think
2: that the
1: management Management is responsible for for the damage to my car. For some type of compensation. (laughs) Right.
2: Uh, Rockwall, uh, Texas, uh, is just outside of Dallas and had a big Fourth of July parade this weekend. And a 61-year-old woman named Lori Bostick wanted to be in the parade. She showed up to the staging area on her old beat-up tractor with a bunch of American flags strapped to it, but they told her she couldn't take part, so she started flipping out. She tried to join the parade anyway, and there's video of police trying to stop her, but she claimed she wasn't breaking any
1: laws and floored it.
2: How much can you floor it on a tractor, though?
1: Uh, Probably three, four, six miles an hour.
2: There were a bunch of uh, (laughs) children around, but luckily she didn't hit anyone. Police were able to force her off the road, and she finally stopped after running over a chain-link fence. She's facing charges for disorderly conduct, criminal mischief, evading arrest, and inter- interfering with a processional.
0: I don't think you can just uh, hop into a parade, but I just don't think that's a good parade etiquette. This woman is either extremely
2: patriotic, proud of her tractor, or just plain nuts.
0: I'm sure it's a combination of all three, but I, you know, like, like, look, we have not been... Invited to the Holyoke St. Patrick's Day parade and God knows how long,
1: or the we, uh, East Long Meadow Fourth of July parade.
0: We couldn't just jump in line, no. You know, and no. we wouldn't really want to. I mean, I, you know, no offense to the parade, but you know, I'm not just going to try to bulldoze my way into your little parade. I'm, just, I want an invitation. You, wouldn't, you I, wouldn't? I want a car with an open top. You
2: wouldn't take that Rock One Two van and just start driving in the middle of the parade? No, I would not without an invitation. Well, we could make this a day out of it. We could uh, come on. You yeah, just you. sit
1: up there on the corner of uh, Westwood and North Main and wait for him to come around the corner and then just hop in. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. There's a whole people. There's people lined up all through that intersection. Oh, people! Come on! I'm telling you. Don't
2: worry about that. You uh, throw. You start throwing. Uh, we'll throw natty daddies off the top of the
1: van. Yeah. Well, that yeah. does sound
0: good, and I'm sure the pe- the, the town folk would love that.
2: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, cloudy with some thunderstorms and uh, humid and hot with a high of 89. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 90. It is 68 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah.
1: Installing solar on your home or The doors on Rock 102. One of uh, the many tunes done by uh, Johnny Sixgun uh, Friday night out at, um, I believe it's called Four Seasons on the Lake out at uh, Sun Valley in uh, in Stafford. I went out there... Is that uh, the one on the lake? It is one uh, right by the lake, yes. Uh, I went out there on Friday night. Based on a website, I don't remember if it was uh, for the band or for the venue, that said uh, 6 to 10 p.m. So uh, I started out around 5, you know, figuring it'd be close to an hour to get there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and sure enough, I get there and... Uh, uh, just starting to bring out cords and wires, and I'm like, oh, "Wait a minute! If, if there's no drums, at the very least, we're a, we're a long way away from being ready." And uh, then I find out uh, it's going to be eight o'clock is, is when they start. So there's this uh, couple in front of me, uh, and they uh, one of them recognizes me. Uh, and they invite me to join them at their table. And I'm like, ah, no, I really, I appreciate it because I'm thinking to myself, I got two hours to kill here, and mm-hmm. I've got you know all this reading that I've got on my phone all the time. And uh, thank you, thank you, I appreciate it anyway. And then, uh, and then uh, at some point uh, later on, the um, Billy, the lead singer of the band, sees me, comes up, and he asks me if uh, if I'll introduce the band, and I say, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And then the couple in front of me says, and then after that, you're going to come back and sit with us. And I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, And they bought me a beer. So at that point, you know, now what am I going to do? Now you're in. Right? Yeah. So I go up, I introduce the band, I come back to the table. And I sit there uh, for the whole first set. And um, uh, she knows who I am. He does not. He's, He's not really from around here, so he doesn't know who I am. And uh, you know, I can sense the slightest bit of human discomfort. <laughs> are you sensing it now? Are you, are you sensing it now? <laughs> so, so there's a point where at the end of the set, I stand up, uh, presumably because I just want to stretch my legs. I've been sitting for, you know, over an hour, and well, over two hours now. I just want to stretch my legs. And, uh, and then I overhear what sounds like not, Entirely pleasant conversation. So I take a step backwards, just so like there's this there's this wall this this beam between me and them, right? Uh, and then uh, sure enough, within like uh, two minutes, I I turn away for a second, and when I turn back, they are beelining for the front door, and and she's probably ten feet in front of him, and I'm like, oh. Boy, I hope, I hope it wasn't me. Probably not
0: you. Maybe they just uh, they just needed to get a uh, like a quick getaway. Maybe it was an, like an emergency a babysitter problem. Yeah,
1: it looked gas it, leak. It looked, it felt more like there was some kind of an issue going on uh, in the room uh, between them, and uh, I, you know, my my proximity to it made me very uncomfortable. I thought. Uh, I thought maybe you know whether I had said something or done something. I, I wasn't. I wasn't no, sure, but it, but, it uh, may not have been about you. Yeah, I. I know it might not have been, but uh, I. You know, I have a tendency to uh, 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 rub se- people the wrong way and be self-absorbed. Uh, not so much that again. I. Uh, I like to think that it's more about being mm. self-aware, right? You know, and then uh, all of a sudden they're gone. And uh, I I felt bad. I felt bad. Not bad enough not to stay for the second set. No, why would you? Because <laughs> yeah, now I had a whole table to myself. Exactly. Yeah. That, <laughs> now it all benefits
0: you. Exactly. Thank yeah. you, you couple, yeah. for having issues. I appreciate your finding me uncomfortable. Uh, Scott Cohen coming up in just a few minutes. It's 6.57 A Rock 102. Rock 102's classic rock. And now... Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills,
2: grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, tonight is game one of the NBA championship. Now, I know it's somewhat disappointing to have two teams in the finals that nobody cares about, and I happen to be one of them. I mean, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Please, I'd rather hit myself in the face with a hammer. But the truth is, these are the last two teams standing, even though the prospect of such a series has all the audience appeal of a primetime Nickelback concert. The truth is, Phoenix Suns haven't won a single NBA championship since they first came to the league in 1968. And the Milwaukee Bucks haven't been to the NBA finals since 1974, where they lost to the Boston Celtics. Now, in fairness, the Bucks did win an NBA championship in 1972, back when their head coach Mike Budenholzer was just three years old. So while the series itself seems rather underwhelming, here's the other difficult part of the equation. The best player on either team also happens to have the most difficult name to pronounce in NBA history, even though... He is the reigning MVP and has been for the last two years. Now, the good news for you is that he'll be missing game one due to a hyperextended knee. The bad news is he's coming back. And when he does, you might be forced to learn the correct pronunciation of his name. And God help us all, because it's a doozy. And it also comes out different every time you say it. The man's name is Giannis Antetokounmpo. See, it's just like it's spelled. And yet, it's as easy as John Smith or Frank Johnson. And yet, we're all doing whatever we can not to talk about him simply because nobody wants to tackle the man's name in fear of looking like a dope. Well, I hate to break it to you, but avoiding Giannis Attentacompo's name is going to make you feel dopey and look dopey either way. So you might as well jump in with both feet. And since we're probably—he's probably, probably going to win an NBA championship in a few days, you might as well tackle that mouthful or in that name now before it's plastered all over America. Because at this rate, when the day comes that he's at Mohegan Sun getting inducted into the Springfield Basketball Hall of Fame, we might want to learn how to pronounce it. But hey, an FMI yappin' sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Pull up Rockies July sales flyer on your phone or computer. It's loaded with bargains like the Cabot Dexane sale or the Craftsman Power Tool sale. Every month, there's a new Rockies flyer jam-packed with savings, and it's always at your fingertips at rockies.com. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock
2: 102, Rock 102.
0: Springfield's... Cl- it's seven ten 10
1: with Vax and O'Brien to Rock 102. Heat advisory in effect till tomorrow night at 7. Uh, today and tomorrow the same. Morning sunshine after the fog burns off. And then uh, the possibility of damaging thunderstorms with highs of about 90. It's uh, 71 right now in downtown Springfield. And on the
0: phone right now, it's uh, Scott Cohen. Good morning, Scotty. How are you?
3: Hey guys, uh day late, dollar short, but we're here. So, uh, I hope everybody's fourth went well.
1: Well, uh, it didn't go so well for uh, a goaltender of the Columbus blue jackets.
3: Oh man. Yeah. Um, so yeah. At, and at, at Manny legacy's house.
1: Really? I, really?
3: Yeah. They were having man, man, Manny Legacy, who many uh, you know people who follow um, have followed hockey, um, you know, with the Springfield Falcons and, and so on and so forth. The Manny Legacy was um, uh, a fan favorite. Here, um, he went to uh, you know he had a, a great NHL career, and he is the current uh, goaltending coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets. And this incident that John alluded to, where one of Columbus's young goalies was was killed in a fireworks accident. Um, the uh, the party uh, that the incident happened was at Manny Legacy's house.
1: I had
0: not oh, heard that. Man. Oh my god!
1: Me neither. Apparently, uh, a bunch of people sitting in a hot tub when a uh, mortar-style firework tilted slightly and went off, and um, he apparently among others was trying to scramble out of the hot tub and he slipped and fell. Yep. And so they initially thought he died of head injuries uh, until I'm guessing until they rolled him over and realized he'd been hitting the chest with a mortar.
3: Right. Yeah. It was just one of those, you know, really, you know, we, you hear you know, you see, you see the PSAs and, you know, people talk about, you know, uh, you know, safety for fireworks on the 4th of July. I mean, you know, we've all heard it, you know, ad nauseum. And, you know, this is just, I mean, just a terribly um, freak accident uh, that, you know, killed this young man. And, uh, you know, I... I would not want to be Manny Legacy this morning. There's, you know, some that's going to yeah. that's going to cost him or his insurance company a lot of money. Well, you know, never mind the never mind the personal uh and emotional trauma that that he'll 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 have to go through.
0: I mean, you know, you, you know, you always hear about stories about people, you know, lighting their own fireworks off and and getting hurt. I mean, here's just an innocent bystander uh in, in a hot tub uh you know, getting killed at the age of 24. And you know, yep. what a,
1: I had no idea about the Manny Manny Legacy connection. What a, that's yeah. awful. I'm looking now at a, a Detroit uh, website that mentions uh, that it happened at Manny's house. Wow. That's uh, that does suck.
3: Yeah, Manny had a uh, Manny was a, a, a you know a goaltender in the NHL for a long time, and he had a great um, he had a great career with Detroit. And I I believe. That's where he won his um his Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup, if my if my memory serves me correctly. No, so, that's that's right. Yeah, it just it, it's terrible, and you know, and obviously, you know, uh, uh, even worse about you know the the local connection we have yeah. to it. So, um, don't play with fireworks, kids.
0: Hey, uh, let's uh, let's talk about some happy news here for a second. Uh, the Boston Red Sox have got the second best record in all of baseball, and they are crushing yeah. it. Uh, you know, one, I mean, they've they've lost. One game out of their last 11. I mean, they've lost one yeah. game out of the last 11. I mean, they're just, they're playing, you know, lights out right now. Is
1: this, now. The, is this a, that Red Sox team that you were saying at the beginning of the season was going to suck? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, was, yeah. Well, okay. Okay.
0: what, what, honestly, what, what, why wouldn't you think they were going to suck? They were horrible
3: last year. And, you know, here they and are they playing,
0: ho- playing inspired baseball.
3: Yeah. And they and they were horrible at the beginning of the year. I mean, you know, they were. They were just like you know, com- uh, summarily panned by everybody heading into the year. You know, there's there's this you know the the new uh, uh, GM you know Hyam Bloom and um, you know taking a page out of the out of the Tampa Rays uh, playbook where you know you pretty much have you know you don't go out and sign anybody in free agency. Uh, their best pitcher at that time, uh, Chris Sale, was you know coming off Tommy John surgery. You weren't going to have him. It was a roster with the exception of like, you know, two or three guys uh of no names and they're they're the best team in the American League and after getting off to their crappy start, they, I mean they haven't they have not uh, dipped at all. They've just been killing it, you know, since the since the third week of the season. Great, you know, great story in in baseball and I I mean, are they going to give Alex Cora the manager of the year award for doing what he's doing with this team, despite the fact that he didn't have to cheat to do it.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe, I mean, they didn't take their, uh, their uh, world series championship away, but, but you know, I mean, what's what's interesting is, you know, here we were last year talking about how, you know, how they ever going to get them, uh, get their act together after, you know, losing, you know, Mookie bets. And, you know, here they are playing great baseball and Chris sale is like three weeks away from coming back, maybe even two weeks the way, you know, he's pitching in, uh, in rehab. So, there's lots of room for optimism about the, about the Red Sox right now.
3: Yeah. And, you know, and, and, uh, and on top of everything else, you know, the all-star game is coming up and, you know, they, uh, they announced the teams over the weekend and, and the Red Sox have five guys on the all-star team and that's the most of any team, um, in baseball. So yeah, it, it's all fall, falling into place. And, you know, when Mookie Betts, you know, was, you know, uh, let to leave town, Um, You know, you're talking about a guy who's, you know, had the potential of being a superstar, you know, for the next five, five, ten years. And it's just worked out great for the Red Sox. They're a, you know, they're a fun team to watch. And, you know, sometimes not having stars and and doing well is, you know, um, everybody gets a kick out of it. And they haven't disappointed us for sure.
1: They're letting a guy keep pitching while he's trying to kick booze. No. What? You said uh, somebody uh, was still pitching in rehab. Uh, yeah, they, it's a physical rehab. Oh, you
0: know, oh, oh! Tommy John oh, surgery. Oh, I got a. Oh. Now, I, I mean, he may have a booze problem, but yeah. that's really none of my
1: business. Didn't realize that.
3: Yeah, must have got that one wrong. <laughs>
1: did you? Uh, did you see where? I guess this was last week, where the uh, the mayor of Tampa wanted the um, wanted the uh, that team uh, that plays hockey there, the Lightning. They wanted the Lightning to throw the game uh, in Canada. Because, and this does have to suck. I mean, I'm sure the players' families travel with them, particularly when they're in the Stanley Cup finals. But because Canada still isn't allowing Americans to come into the country, the uh, the mayor of Tampa basically wanted them to throw the game so that they could win the Stanley Cup back in Tampa.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's like, I, uh, yeah, and, and up until last night, up until last night, Tampa pretty much had, you know, was they were on their way to a four game sweep. So, yeah, John, there's there's no the, if you look at if you look at the at, you know at the games on TV, um, it looks like you know the United States did you know six eight months ago. So I I don't know about. Uh, I don't know about throwing the game, but I definitely know that he wants them uh, <laughs> to win it at home because it's like if a tree if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there, doesn't make any noise. Right? Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, the NBA finals begin tonight, and it's uh, it's Phoenix against Milwaukee. Uh, this has got to be the biggest disappointment in the NBA of <laughs> two teams yeah. that few people care about, two smaller. Uh, your know, market teams, market. uh, you're know, battling it out and two teams. I mean, the, 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 the sons have never won a championship and the bucks haven't won one yep. since 1972. I mean, I, I gotta believe that, uh, the NBA is just kind of going, eh, okay, well, here we
1: go. At least we're not in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah, I mean, not, not only do you not have, you know, say the, you know, the Knicks, the Celtics, the Lakers, or, you know, go, you know, go right down the, uh, uh, the list like you were just uh, talking just a second ago, Baxton, in your view from the couch. You know, we're not talking about storied franchises here uh, in the NBA. I mean, you know, this is like this is back to the future for somebody my age. Um, the Suns were really good in the uh, in the mid seventies. You know, I I went and looked at at the roster when they played the Celtics um, in you know in nineteen seventy six. Right, and you know it's like um, uh, the Van Arsdale brothers, John Shumate, Alvin Adams, uh, Paul Westfall. The these are those were the Phoenix Suns on that on that near championship team. And I think when you go back, you know, to the Bucks era, it was probably. Ah, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Sidney Moncrief and people like that. You know, these these are <laughs> most of these names don't roll off the NBA tongue very easy. So, no, but the um, the one you know the one we'll name
0: the one name that does definitely doesn't roll off people's tongue is the best player on both teams, and that is Giannis Atetikumpo. That uh, that's yep, how you pronounce it.
1: How and, can he be playing for both teams? He's the best player
0: on the court. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, yeah, There's yeah. like no yeah. there's nobody that comes close. And he's not going to play tonight in game 1 cuz of a hyper extended knee, but you know, the poor guy. He's so he's a yeah. tremendous basketball player. Probably the best yep. there's been on that team since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and yeah. uh no one can pronounce his name. Well, and who does he
1: have to blame for that besides his parents? Just his parents. Yeah, exactly. Although he could also have changed his name when he became an adult. So it's probably his fault, too.
3: (laughs) Yeah, You know, he could have changed his name to do us all a friggin' favor. Exactly. (laughs) What's that all about?
1: Exactly. Which is why I still just refer to him as Giannis A. I I believe uh, that Lou Alcindor was uh, was available.
0: He he could have changed his name to that.
3: That's a, that's always now what's going on when you look at at Wimbledon and all the uh, all the uh, Eastern European uh, players who are uh, uh, tennis players who are doing well. It's like what what happened to Mary Smith and and you know well, and, and Mike Jones. <laughs> I mean you know come on.
1: Now. You know there there was actually uh, I don't know who she was but. There was a, a female player in the WNBA who made a big stink out of this, and, and probably rightly so because she was talking about the announcers of the games. And, you know, I suppose if you are an announcer for the WNBA, you, you should have the names of the players. If you're an announcer for any professional sports league, you but should they, have the they names. They all get a
0: pronunciation guide to help yeah,
1: them grow. Yeah, well, so do I, but uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to ever say Giannis's last name but a t- a t- to No, no. Hey.
0: A- hey, um there was a story last week that that's actually, you know, resonating a little bit. Uh and it's an Olympic story. Uh Shikaria Richardson, um yep. who who was who was slated to to mm-hmm. medal in uh, in Tokyo. Uh yep. gets a 30-day ban for testing positive for marijuana. Now, there's a couple of ways to look at this. You can either look at this as this is ridiculous because why has there been is, has anyone benefited in in uh, in sprinting by using marijuana? Why is that a, a banned substance? And the other thing is, even if it is, I mean, I mean, the fact that it is a banned substance. And for all the people that think this is ridiculous, it's still a. I mean, it's it's still a rule for the IOC. It's. I mean, as long as it's, it's banned. Rule. You know, it's I mean it it you can look at this on a lot of different perspectives and to me it's like she shouldn't have done it knowing that it was a banned substance but well, she, yet she knows why, that why is it a banned substance that's really the bigger the bigger question for me it's like you know we've gotten to this point here in the United States where and other countries too where this should not even be on the list anymore
3: Well, um, well, Bax, I mean, you know, we we can't we can't even, you know, never mind, never mind a governing body that, you know, that controls, uh, uh, you know, international uh, athletics. We can't even get our our, uh, you know, our our stuff together here in the United States when it comes to uh, marijuana. It's not legal in in all 50 states. Um, You know, federally, it's it's illegal Um, I I don't I don't think uh, I don't think that people who run marijuana businesses can use the standard banking system um, because it's it's against the law. I could be wrong about that, but that was my understanding uh, a while back. And, you know, the bottom line here is that she 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 broke a rule. She's a world class athlete. She and her handlers know what the rules are. And and she broke a rule. So, but that being said, just like you brought up, it's the the fact that marijuana is um you know is still viewed like it was you know back in the '70s in certain parts of our own country and around the world. It's ridiculous. But until the rule changes, you've got to follow the rules and. And she's screwed up, and she's got to suffer the consequences for it.
1: And she admits it. She's, she's not trying to uh, sc- get yeah. around anything. No,
3: absolutely.
1: She, she had uh, extenuating circumstances where you could kind of understand why she would do this. But
0: you could also make the argument that if she had been prescribed some sort of steroid by a doctor for a legitimate medical reason, that would still not have flown because it's a banned substance. And yeah. do you and then then, well, do you look I, at the substance and then you know reassess whether it should even be on the list anymore? and I think marijuana, right. based on the fact that it wouldn't help her at all in the uh, in in running the fifteen hundred meter or whatever the event may be,
1: shouldn't even be on the list anymore. I can barely walk when I'm high,
3: well, yeah, you know I mean to sit here and you know be. <laughs> Talk about it from a practical standpoint, but I mean, I they still they still bust guys in in um, Major League Baseball and professional, uh, you know, in, in the NFL for marijuana use. It's it's you know we've we've got to get with the program on that. It just you know they prescribe NFL players uh, medications that that do harm to other parts of their health to keep them on the field. And marijuana is has been you know is prescribed to regular people for pain relief, and it's not allowed. It's not allowed in in um, in our four professional sports. The the sports world has to catch up to to the marijuana issue, and, and quite frankly, so do half the, the states in, in our country uh, where it's still illegal to you know uh, to buy it yep. in Michigan or Missouri or wherever.
0: All right, Scotty, we'll talk to you next week. Actually, no. We're I on vacation. Just... Yeah, right. There Two, you weeks. Go. Two oh. weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Am on Yeah. There I'm you go. Vacation too. All right. Yep. Well, enjoy vacation, boys. All right. We'll talk to you soon, uh, Scott
1: Cohen. at seven twenty-six on Rock One Hundred Two. This is a very unique moment in history and a huge opportunity for hardworking people to get ahead with a manual. It's seven
0: thirty-four. We're back O'Brien to O'Brien at Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by. Uh, Yankee Home Improvement this month received 60% off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword BAX. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
2: Thanks, Bax. There is a weather alert issued for the risk of scattered to strong to severe thunderstorms this Tuesday
1: no. afternoon.
2: <laughs> The day will start with dry temperatures in the 60s and 70s. Afternoon highs will uh, top off in the upper 80s and low 90s. But with the high humidity, that'll feel a lot hotter. You got to make sure you stay hydrated today and take breaks in air-conditioned rooms.
0: Does uh, pure grain alcohol uh, accomplish the hydration? Absolutely. Uh, okay, good. Yeah.
1: For some reason, they say stay away from alcohol.
0: Yeah, well, listen, if, if you... Let's say I have alcohol, but I mix it with like a, like a club soda or a tonic mm-hmm. water. Yeah. Well, that's water, right?
1: I know. and That's how I you am. hydrate. I don't know what they're talking about.
2: A heat advisory is in effect for central and eastern Hamden, Hampshire, and Franklin counties from uh, 1 to 7 p.m. today for heat index values in the mid to upper 90s. It could feel like over 100.
1: Yeah, over 100 degrees. The
2: real feel. Police and fire departments uh, were busy over the holiday weekend, as many people celebrated with fireworks. It's always a busy time of year, 4th of July. Even though they are illegal, fireworks are still set off. Really? Yeah. Thank you for letting us know that. (laughs) In some places, that's true. It seems many more people have brought fireworks since the pandemic began last year. Although I do have to say, I didn't notice as many going off uh, leading up until the 4th as I did Last year,
1: well, they did say that there were uh, some shortages in some places, so maybe that's uh, part of the reason why. Um,
0: I still heard uh, you know, a few going on, you know, around the neighborhood
1: and stuff, but nothing like you would normally you would normally see. Once again, I was mentioning uh, earlier how I I went to the downtown Spirit of Springfield ones, and somebody was stupid enough to show up at the VIP party with a dog and an infant. <sighs> I, I just I, I don't know what moves. A per- Thankfully, they were asked to leave. Were they uh, wearing earplugs? Doesn't really matter. Uh, who, the dog or the infant? Both. Uh, yeah, doesn't doesn't really <laughs> matter. Um, it's just that that's a stupid thing to do. Uh, is, uh, I mean, Maggie you said is uh, mostly deaf, right? Yeah, she for the most part is. Uh,
0: how, how about how does Wally handle it, uh, Steve?
2: He's uh, he's not too bad, but we haven't really had a lot of fireworks in our area, so yeah. luckily he's uh, been saved from that. Our yeah. dog
0: is completely unmoved. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't give a rat's yeah. ass what's what's exploding outside no. yeah. or thunder and lightning. He does. He could care less. But
2: unfortunately, there are a lot of pets who don't like it, yeah. and uh, it's not good for them. It's not good to be lighting things off so close.
1: No, and and, uh, and bringing children. Uh, that's almost a. That's almost like that should be like a risk of injury charge. Well, children go to fireworks all the time infants
0: in, in, infants is a little bit i mean i don't
1: you know to me if
0: uh, it's got to be a couple years old no nope. like three years old before got, maybe four before a kid can even understand what's going on nope
1: i i was told uh very near to a newborn huh yeah i, I don't no. know why you would do that yeah no, that's a little crazy
2: uh did you see some of the crazy fireworks explosions across the country though A bunch of fireworks went off uh, all at once in Ocean City, Maryland, Sunday morning. They were meant for a show later that night. Luckily, no one was uh, seriously hurt, but holy crap. You could see the video of the uh, thing going off on the beach. Yeah, Mm.
1: in the middle. of It looked like a Polish fireworks show.
2: Four people in Toledo, Ohio, were injured when a whole U-Haul full of fireworks went up Sunday night. The report uh, said they saw teenagers that started the fire in the back of the U-Haul on purpose. (sighs) Here's the thing. Probably not
1: going to get that deposit back.
2: I'm watching this video, and maybe this U-Haul truck is about half a block away from where this video is being taken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a
2: woman on the front porch with a, with a child, not a baby, but a child,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Right.
2: and uh, she doesn't move out of the way until all of a sudden the mortars start firing towards her house. Mm. It's like, once you heard the explosions, wouldn't you get the kid out of the way anyway?
1: Seemingly. Seemingly to the untrained eye but uh, was she was she was the one shooting the video or she was in the video she was in the video she was yeah.
2: sitting on this like porch with board with uh, oh they got the plywood tinted windows
1: oh which, well that's not like,
2: wow that, that don't work know. and then uh, she's like oh my god it's coming right at us well yeah it's right there in the video like it's coming at you. It's you should have gotten out of the way about two minutes ago.
0: Speaking of uh, fireworks videos, and I have my suspicions whether or not this is real or 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 fake. Uh, I saw a video last night of a of a firework that went off. I'll try to imagine this here.
4: hmm
1: Uh,
0: two circles next to each other. Okay, and uh, you know, and uh, that's uh, that's those are those are two fireworks that go off. Yeah, create a circle. Then there's another one that creates a long, extended, almost cylindrical uh, firework that extends from the two circles. All right. All right. You see, you kind of yeah, yep, guess the, the yep. shape. And then at the very, very tip of that long cylinder mm. is another firework that goes off, yep. shooting off into the sky. Mm-hmm. That may have been fake, but it's going around. And I don't know... If that's something that the Groochies have the capability of doing. But if it is, I'd like to see that included in next year's celebration.
1: Yeah, I... Uh, I, I uh, It was impressive. I imagine, in my mind's eye, you're uh, describing uh, male anatomy fireworks and... Uh, no, no. Uh, where, are you, where are you getting that Some from? type of Roman candle, Roman Greco candle. But... Um, <laughs> But I don't think anyone's going I, to do that on purpose. That's not the firework yeah. I
0: just described. I also, uh, I can't, I mean, I, I'm, I'm stunned by the thing that uh, that Cohen brought up, that that, that accident with that uh, the goalie from the Columbus yeah. Blue Jackets happened in Manny Legacy's house. That's yeah.
1: awful. That is, That does suck.
2: A uh, minor league baseball team in Iowa did a firework show on Sunday. Then one of the men who ran it was uh, driving home with leftover supplies in his car when the car caught fire. He made it out, but the car burned up. Firefighters noted his vanity plate that said Pyro Bob. <laughs> How about that?
0: There's yeah,
1: Pyro Bob. Yeah. That's, that's crazy Pyro Bob.
0: Isn't that an automatic admission of guilt? I believe it is. A
1: man Interesting.
2: With, a man with an active warrant in Missouri got arrested after he was caught shooting fireworks at a Taco Bell. Well, that's one way to get your point across.
0: I suppose. And I've then, shot fireworks after eating fi- a
1: Taco Bell, but it was a few hours later. Shooting fireworks towards Taco Bell or at Taco Bell.
2: He, uh, at the Taco Bell. okay. He was mad about an order that wasn't right and uh, decided to take out some bottle rockets in his car and start shooting it at the uh, Taco Bell. All right, so the Taco
1: Bell was his target. It was not just his location.
2: No, he wasn't just shooting them off in the parking lot. Right. He was, uh, he was shooting at
1: the Taco I got Bell. you. I got you.
2: An ice cream man in Northern California was caught selling fireworks out of his truck instead of selling ice cream. Oh, Mr. Sparky. Isn't that uh, what they call
1: them? Well, I used to buy one of those uh, the rockets. Remember the rocket I ice cream? Rocket. Yes, used to love that. How Actually, there were one? two different kinds. There was a there was the one in the in the push uh, cardboard cylinder. Yep, and then uh, there was another one that was it was more of a popsicle type thing. It was red, yeah, white, red, and red, white, and blue. blue. Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. that. Sure.
2: Well, he was—he uh, was not only selling fireworks; he was selling drugs out of the ice cream. Oh truck too, well, so. but
1: I mean, you know, come on—that—that that stuff they sprinkle on the toasted almonds—that—that that wasn't. Crack? <laughs> Back no, that days. wasn't crack. I don't I know. know. I was addicted to that when I was a fat little kid. No, I couldn't stop eating them.
2: And you remember last week that huge stash of illegal fireworks that caused the Bomb Squad truck to explode in yeah. LA? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now the guy who owned all that stuff is facing federal charges. It turns out he was storing 32,000 pounds of fireworks in his backyard.
1: Am I crazy or is that a lot of fireworks? That's a lot of fireworks.
0: 32,000 pounds okay. of fireworks.
1: That's more than Judy even had in her basement.
0: She didn't have any in
1: her basement. Attic, I meant.
0: I think she stores them in her basement. Uh,
1: I I think it is the attic, though, because of uh, the possibility of flooding. How is she fitting all that in there with all them uh, pancake-making supplies in her basement? The basement is where the pancake supplies are. The fireworks are in the attic.
0: No, that's where she's got all the lights from Bright Nights.
1: No, those are in the garage. I don't think she
0: has a garage. (laughs) I think she Uh, does street parking. uh, What about the race bibs? She does street parking
1: because the garage is full. What about what, Steve?
2: The race bibs from the uh, 5K
0: through Forest Park. Oh,
1: That's those crazy. those can just go into a uh, box. Yeah,
0: come oh. on, Steve. Be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have all the crazy yeah. things that she has. Yeah. Race
2: bibs isn't one of them. <laughs> a man in uh, California has been accused of hiring a hitman on Craigslist to kill a peacock. It happened uh, last month in McKinleyville, which is about five hours north of San Francisco. The Peacock showed up in the neighborhood a while back, and the community embraced it. They fed it sourdough bread and cookies and gave it names like Mr. P. and Azul.
1: Mr. P. Yeah. As opposed to Mr. <clears throat> I, Cox. Cox. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, not yeah. yeah, Trying to get yeah, at A table it. company. But um, uh,
2: one guy was not a fan because of how loud it was, so he allegedly put out a hit. He put a hit out on Craigslist saying, quote, the job is simple. Get rid of a wild peacock that is disrupting our lives. He gave instructions on how to find Mr. P and added, quote, please contact me so we can form a strategy to eliminate this bird and also to agree on how much you will be compensated. Last week, Mr. P was found dead
1: with a gunshot wound in his lower breast.
0: Jesus. Why
2: why didn't
1: uh, the guy do it himself?
2: I don't know. The sheriff probably because he didn't have a gun. The sheriff is investigating the case, but it's unclear if there will be any criminal charges. Peacarks are not protected by the state's wildlife laws, although the shooter could face firearm and animal cruelty charges. The community uh, thinks they know who posted the ad, but but that man says all they have against him is uh, circumstantial evidence. And he won't comment until he talks to an attorney. Oh, really? You're not the guy? Not until I talk to an attorney.
1: Then, then I may be the guy. But yeah. I must talk to the attorney first. I'm trying to find this story I saw earlier this morning. It was absolutely horrible. Speaking of animals and, and uh, the treatment of them, I thought I had saved it. It was on the Drudge Report. It was about some kind of some kind of celebration. If you can believe that, uh, is where there,
2: is there a party going on right here? A yeah. celebration to,
1: to last, last throughout, throughout the, the years? Year? No. Uh, and they were m- like mutilating animals. Is this that cult that mutilates squirrels? They were what did I, I wrote it down. They were um Where the hell did I write? Oh, I wrote it on the back. Uh, they were burning bulls and blowtorching dogs. Ugh. Yeah, I nice. know. It was a it was a freaking awful story. And I can't find it anymore on the Drudge Report. Blow torching. Blowtorching dogs, which I presume were alive and conscious. What a great story to end a newscast! Yeah, with. no I know, uh, kidding. I, know, I I do what I can.
2: Actually, uh, I was just looking up the uh, the full lyrics to "Celebration" by Cool and the Gang. Yes, and uh, I can't reach it because our the website is blocked. Uh, we are not allowed to access sites from the Russian
1: Federation. Why not?
2: I don't know. I didn't know A to Z Lyrics was a Russian Federation website.
1: Well, the things you learn. Well, huh. I just
2: I didn't know we had this uh, thing against Russia here at the radios. Oh, yeah,
1: everywhere.
0: So how else am I supposed to uh, sell international secrets to the Russians? That's
2: what I'd like to know about it. And that's your, uh, anyway, uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast, which is brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Next time you're at the beverage cooler, look for the black and white can. Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air-roasted, going to be... Uh, humid and hot today with a high of 89 and chances of some th- severe thunderstorms in the afternoon, more of the same for tomorrow with a high of 90. It is 71 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel and that's the news on Rock 102.
4: oh yeah! Hi folks, Adam Quinville here. Think you need a new roof? Think again and avoid the hassles and high costs of replacing your roof with RoofMax, the world's first treatment scientifically formulated to resaturate dry and brittle roof shingles. With all natural soy oils, this process extends roof life up to 15 years. Guaranteed. RoofMax is non-toxic, USDA certified, and 100% safe for the environment. And Stop the moss and algae by getting an exclusive roof shampoo. So give me a call today and save a lot of money tomorrow.
0: Pro Tool in Springfield, lightning round. Who depends on Pro Tool? Pro contractors. Do you have concrete mix? Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's uh,
1: 7.54 in the Rolling Stones in Rock 102. Heat advisory till 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Today and tomorrow, sunshine in the morning, afternoon thunderstorms, and a high of about 90 with high humidity. It's uh, 73 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 wants to boost your bank account this July with Rock 102 Summer Stimulus
0: built by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Listen every weekday uh, from today to July 30th and we give out uh, that day's keyword. You go to rock102.com with the keyword and you enter it in for your chance to win the daily national prize of $1,000. That's Rock 102 Summer Stimulus. Built again by David by Dave Miner's Exterior Home Improvements. Visit them at DaveMinerRoofing.com. Part of the classic rock summer on Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. The key word of the day, John. Is? Boat. 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 B-O-T-E. No, B-O-A-T. Oh, a boat. 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 As in like I a see. nautical vessel. Mm-hmm. Again, you want to
1: go to Rock102.com. Could be worth $1,000. Good luck to you. You know, uh, my understanding is, for the most part... Uh, particularly in Connecticut, which was ahead of us as far as uh, dropping uh, pandemic limitations, um, I went into a uh, shall we call it a regional donut establishment uh, over the weekend, okay, uh, which I don't want to name, uh, and uh, I ordered. Uh, I, I'm I'm a bit OCD, you know that, really, and uh, and on, and on uh, the weekends, uh, I at three o'clock or there somewhere around that i require a uh an iced coffee and a sugar snack of some type and usually i'm at home <coughs> I, excuse me i made the coffee in the morning i've got uh oreos or something in the in the cupboard and um the cupboard and uh th- when i'm out if i'm not at home uh sometimes i will stop at said uh donut establishment uh huh and uh, I went inside to, because uh, I was on my bike, I wasn't going to go to, to the drive-thru. I went inside. I ordered the the iced coffee and the uh, pastry, if you will. And then uh, I was standing in the window uh, because all of the tables and chairs were stacked up like you would do at the end of the school day in elementary school. You know, the chairs Upside down on so, the on the tabletop, so there's nowhere to sit down. Yeah, hmm. and then uh, after about five minutes, I'm uh, informed by one of the uh, staff members that, uh, sir, I'm sorry, there is no indoor dining uh, allowed. And I'm like, first of all, this is hardly dining. This is I didn't say this. I just simply walked out. But I'm um, you know I'm thinking to myself, this is hardly dining. Uh, I'm really not taking up space here. I'm not uh, at risk of either giving or getting the virus. (sighs) And uh, the pandemic limitations have all been lifted. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. But no matter where you go...
0: Mm. You're taking up some level of space. Well, you
1: know, the little bit of a footprint that I might have had in this particular establishment was hardly enough to be asked to, I mean, and and I get it. You know, private businesses, they can ask you to keep on masks. Uh-huh. They can ask you to do this. They can ask you to do that. It didn't appear to be a lack of uh, of employees. Um, you know, I mean, how much does it take to clean a table? I wasn't at a table. You know, how much does it take to clean up after someone in one of these uh, donut establishments. I don't know why uh, they didn't allow me to stay inside. Because you're taking up space. Yeah, and well. And
0: they want you to leave uh,
1: because uh, you just don't You don't belong there. Uh, you want my business. Well, uh, they, they, they got your business. Uh, now it's time for you to leave. Uh, Simple as that. Stand in the parking lot
0: eating a donut. It's uh, 7.58 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. GG Inks. Screen printing and embroidery. They pr- Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 and the scorpions on Rock
1: 102. Well, no, uh, no hurricanes here. Although there could be some damaging thunderstorms in the afternoons uh, today and tomorrow. A heat advisory in effect till 7 p.m. tomorrow. And uh, down in Florida, you see the, uh, the hurricane—not quite a hurricane yet, but a tropical storm that uh, is blowing into Florida. That made the uh, the whole rescue mission in Surfside a little bit more difficult over the weekend. Um, I'm, re- I'm reading a book, and I'm not going to get to— for you. A yeah, lot of pictures yeah. uh, and pop-ups okay. and stuff. All right. Uh, I'm not going to get a lot into politics here, even though that's basically what the book is. It's called the uh, Nightmare Scenario. It's written by two Washington Post reporters who uh, presumably had an extensive amount of uh, access to people within the White House. The book is about the Trump administration's response to COVID and how many— mistakes were made. And, uh, aside from suggesting that perhaps all the Americans on cruise ships could be brought to Guantanamo rather than allowing them back into the U S uh, was just one of many, uh, crazy ideas that went around, but believe it or not, there are crazier ones, uh, in Brazil, apparently, uh, president Bolsonaro is also of the belief that this is nothing. And will go away someday. Mm-hmm. and he's still in power. So uh, I'm reading this article of the weekend about what some of the Brazilians has he talked to the people in India yet? Uh, n- India is uh, like second behind uh, behind Brazil. Brazilians are forwarding delirious claims that hospitals are empty and people are being buried alive to inflate coronavirus statistics. They say in in some people are saying on on social media every time you enter a supermarket, a store, or even a doctor's office, for example, someone will measure your temperature with a forehead thermometer, but they will point it at your wrist. And this is the crushing triumph of a fake news story that claimed infrared thermometers can damage the brain. So you know, so we're not going to run that forehead thermometer across your forehead because we could damage your brain. Well, you find out what happens to the rectal thermometer. Aye. They also say that uh, vinegar is better at stopping the virus than hand sanitizer. Yeah. Except your hands smell like vinegar. I was going to say, you imagine the smell you're walking around with. Uh, Someone else swore that by gargling with salt water after attending social events, it would supposedly prevent the virus from lodging in the mouth and then going down the lungs. That would be okay
0: for like things like canker sores or mm. other mouth lesions, but yeah. I'm not so sure it's going to
1: save your life with COVID. Others wondered whether the coronavirus could be treated with aspirin. Aspirin? I yeah, I don't.
0: Uh, well, let's we should so. probably not, you know, just you know, turn our nose up at the
1: life-saving properties uh, of a good uh, anison. Yes, right. Uh, others avoiding popping bubble wrap made in China denying themselves of one of life's greatest pleasures on the grounds that it would release virus-ridden air. Bubble wrap. It is funny. I actually saw they had a story last night on the news about fireworks and uh, how in parts of the West where uh, wildfire danger is so high, they didn't allow any municipal fireworks displays. So there was this one town in Northern California where they uh, rolled out hundreds of feet. Of bubble wrap and let people uh, walk on it to you know well, that's supposedly that yeah supposedly that's fun enough yeah that is fun to, to take away the disappointment of not having fireworks well, it's even better if you're doing it like in in stocking feet yeah you know, uh, that, that's actually it feels good on your feet uh, apparently vaccines according to these people in uh, Brazil can cause ten types of cancer as well as infertility autoimmune diseases mm-hmm. suicidal thoughts heart attacks allergic reactions blindness and here's the bad one homosexuality that uh, that is a side effect well of i've been the vaccine
0: i've been fully vaccinated since uh may 19th mm-hmm. i believe maybe even earlier than that i have to go back into my uh, my calendar mm-hmm. and none of those things have happened Well, (laughs) I mean, I have been listening to a lot of Broadway show tunes. I'll give you that. But other than that, I've been able to avoid all of those things.
1: I do remember being told either on the first or second vaccine that I was going to feel a small little prick. But I never really thought that (sighs) meant homosexuality was going to be a side effect. I guess maybe I should have paid more attention. Maybe it's like a one out of three thing uh... (laughs) because... Because you... (laughs) Yeah. It got you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got s-
2: small little pricks all day long. All day long. Okay. Uh,
1: they also believe that fully vaccinated people, th- now this would be pretty cool, fully vaccinated people can connect to Wi-Fi networks and pair with Bluetooth devices. I got to tell you, since this pandemic thing in the last couple of weeks,
0: I've known that my Wi-Fi has actually decreased. Decreased. Yeah, my Wi-Fi sucks now, and I don't think it's a. Uh, I, I don't think it's because I'm generating some sort of electromagnetic vibration. I don't know. Something's going on. It's just where you're placing the modem in your
1: house. Maybe, but I haven't changed it. And all of a sudden, it's decreasing. It's not saying it ain't what it used to be. Yeah, yeah. That's well. That's the stuff they believe over there in uh, Brazil about this vaccine. Well, you know, there are some goofy people out there, but are still,
0: uh, you know, you heard about the, the magnetism. Yep. I have not found that to be the case. I do know that if your forehead is uh, glistening with, with sweat and you take like a piece of metal and you put it in your forehead, it will stick, not because you're magnetic, but because your forehead is sweating and things yeah. stick to
1: sweat. The moisture. Yeah, is exactly. Going to make it stick,
0: exactly. I mean, I haven't lost. I
1: mean, I haven't lost my keys in a while, but that has nothing to do with my magnetism. Uh, up in uh, up in Maine, uh, a company in Maine, in Portland, giving vaccinated employees four hours of extra pay. To this is this is for the vaccine hesitant that still have not gotten it yet. So, uh, some employers are trying to incentivize people. They're paying employees a one hundred dollar wellness bonus if they get vaccinated. Another bank is giving $500 to fully vaccinated people, and um, uh, what a misleading story. The headline was, main companies to fire workers if unvaccinated uh, remain. And then the, the story is only about incentivizing people to get it, not about firing them. I hmm. wish we
2: were incentivized here. I got mine, and I was asked, "Hey, could you put this up on social media?" I'm not not without a fee. <laughs> Come on, yeah.
1: what's in it for me? <laughs> yeah, nothing. other than not getting the the virus. Oh, yeah, the- you
0: you deserve at least some kind of perk for posting stuff on the uh, on the internet.
1: Oh, public
0: service community
2: thing, whatever. Where's my talent fee for getting the shot?
1: Ever heard of my hippo laws? I don't have to expose that. Um, you can't even ask me.
0: When, when I win the, uh, the Vax Millions uh, jackpot, mm. um, I know you get taxed. And I know you get taxed at a pretty significant rate. Now, I've never had a million dollars in my hand, but i got to believe that when they jack you with the taxes, they're jacking you hard, real hard. But uh, do you think winning that would be worth uh quitting your job over one million dollars yeah one million dollars no
1: at this age almost 55 this age, years old you know, it depends on what you got
0: already like steve if you if you won you're you're what 42 mm. yeah you're 42 you
1: there's no way you quit your job because you got too much life ahead of you I if, would, I, if i if i invest a lot of it yeah well that would hopefully be what anyone would do but if i wanted i would i would retire Absolutely. Well, you're 61 years old, yeah, so yeah. yes,
0: of course. But at 55, I'm six years younger than you. You know, you have to question whether it's uh, is the timing right to win a million dollars. I'd sure. buy a lot of stupid
2: stuff with it too, though.
0: Like
1: what?
2: Uh, maybe a three wheeled motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you see what I did there? No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but I would. I would. Uh, I would like go on a. I'd set aside ten thousand dollars, and I would go on a as seen on TV shopping spree. And buy all the little gadgets I've ever seen on an infomercial, just to say I have them.
0: They have that store, as seen on TV. We can buy all that,
1: uh, all that crazy crap.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I would take uh, ten thousand dollars and go spend it on junk
1: like that. Boy, that would be a waste of money. Yes, yeah, it's you only taking ten thousand dollars. Ah,
2: still. And all it cost me was a prick in the arm.
1: Yeah, a small
0: little prick. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's uh, 822 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's a great opportunity for a licensed electrician. East Ham, Wash Doctors LLC.com. It's 824 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. A little bit later on this hour, we're going to talk to photographer Chris Marion. He's got a, uh, a very cool uh, retrospective exhibit of his work from the 413 to the NBA. For the last 10 years, he's been taking pictures uh, of uh, the NBA and has done tremendous work. And he's going to be doing a. A showcase of his stuff on July 17th, and we're going to be talking to him around 8.50 this morning.
1: You know I've always said how uh, I'm fascinated by this whole thing of uh, animals and food and how, and how— And how delicious they are? No, but how much, uh, how much there is. You know, I mean, you think of all the places you can get a burger, a steak, beef of any kind— You would think that uh, there would be states in the Midwest where there's just cows from one border to the next all standing around shoulder to shoulder because of how easy it is to get beef in this country. Same thing with chicken. You would think that somewhere out there are are just chickens uh, stacked to the sky because for one company, Tyson, to be recalling 8,492,832 pounds of chicken products Uh is incredible. I mean, I can't even begin to imagine how many chickens it takes to make up 4,250 tons of ready-to-eat chickens. Well, it's
0: it's a lot. That's a lot of chickens.
1: 4,200 tons.
0: But, you know... Uh, having lived in in the Midwest and and driving through some of these farmlands, you know when you just look at a New England farm, they're not that big. I mean they're productive, but they're not that big. You go down out there and you look at some of these, uh, you know, some of these you know hog farms, mm. and it is as big as the eye can see. It's it, they're enormous tracts of land, all dedicated dealing with uh, processing of pigs and it's like they're not the only ones out there and they may have tens of thousands of pigs of which every part of that pig is used for something so yeah I mean it seems incomprehensible but until you've actually seen one of those farms up close and you realize the enormity of what they're dealing with all the time it's a it, it's a it's a hell of an operation and so when they have to recall you know bad meat like that, You know, bad chicken, bad mess you you up. up. They've got probably just twice as many chickens still on the farm as the ones they had to recall.
1: And that's the other thing too. It's like, you know, I mean, I love chicken. I eat chicken probably three times a week, but I don't bother to think about that whole process of the chicken being raised somewhere of chickens being slaughtered by the thousands on a daily basis Mm -hmm. every day. I look at uh,
0: like at the Big Bonkin Smoke for example last week we were there at the uh, at the log cabin now they had they had some roast pork uh, mm. there that was delicious Now it was almost all the only thing I ate oh it was unbelievably good was I, right delicious oh fantastic fantastic well the thing about uh, about that is I've seen the videos of uh, hogs being slaughtered and I don't like looking at that stuff at all but when I see uh, uh, like a like a pork shoulder coming out of the oven uh, or off the grill, I, I am fully aroused. So, yeah. I mean, yes, the whole meat is murder thing, I get it and I understand why some of you are all bent out of shape over it. But I got to tell you, I weep for the many people of this earth that don't enjoy a
1: good roast pork like I do because it is something fantastic. But don't call me until it comes out of the oven. I don't want to be anywhere near the process where it's being raised or fed or cared for. I don't even want to be anywhere near the point where it's being slaughtered or packaged or processed. Like cow farmers have to
0: sometimes do horrendous things to the cows to keep them alive long enough to slaughter. Like
1: sexual things?
0: No, no, no. But it's like, you know, sometimes like their their stomachs get twisted and you got to go in, uh, you know, uh, shoulder deep. Uh, to kind of manipulate it back into uh into shape. Uh, I mean it, it's it's a grisly profession. Uh I think
1: you're making that part up. <laughs> no, I am. Because you like the idea of sticking your no. arm into a No. No, I I don't like the idea, yeah. I,
0: but I've you know living in a small rural community, I've I've seen it with my own two eyes and yeah. felt like I had been uh, part of something violating and disgusting. Yeah, but I'm, never- I'm
1: sure it was, and someone somehow convinced you it was a medical necessity. Well, it was a medical necessity because you know these things
0: do get they get you get uh, what is it nine stomachs or whatever the hell it is. They get all twisted in a knot, like a, like a shoelace almost. Mm. You got to go in there and <laughs> and fix it. You can't walk around with a with a twisted up bunch of, uh, of guts inside you. And the only way to deal with it is to have uh, a farmer put on the very very long. Uh,
1: glove and just go right in. I still can't fathom how many chickens it would take to bring up 4,200 tons. Uh, Quite a lot. And then say, okay, well, that was a bad quarter. We're going to have to write that off because it's like how many hundreds of tons of chickens does Tyson put out that only forty well, two hundred and fifty tons are being recalled. All right, but you're you're talking about the largest producer of chicken meat in the world. Oh, I know I that mean, Tyson is an enormous company. I remember that when uh, when George Costanza was working down there.
0: Yes. Yeah. The largest producer of uh, broiler chickens in the U.S. Mm-hmm. One in four broiler chickens went right through the Tyson uh, the, the the Tyson factory.
1: Yep. That's it. Doing... Day t- he's doing his daytimes at the Tyson Chicken Factory and nighttimes for the Yankees? That's it. I don't know how he was doing it. I have no idea. It's 830. We have news next. Rock
0: 102.
3: If you live in Massachusetts, this is your shot to work. Bax
0: and O'Brien, Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Aquatique Pools and Spas. Keep your pool sparkling all summer long with free water testing. 730 Union Street in West Springfield. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagle.
2: Thanks, Bax. A man was shot.
0: I shot a man. What's your man trying to do with me? I said I shot a man!
2: I ain't trying to hear that, see? A man was shot and injured in the Upper Hill section of the city Monday afternoon. The victim who uh, suffered uh, injuries that are non-life-threatening is the fifth man to be injured by gunfire in the city within the past 24 hours of the story being written yesterday. Police have not said if uh, any of the shootings are related. They responded to Manhattan Street around 2.15 p.m. for reports of gunshots and found the victim. He was taken to Bay State Medical Center by ambulance. Detectives partly blocked the one-way street shortly after the shooting and were seen focusing their efforts on an area in front of a multifamily home at 26 Manhattan Street. One officer said they were establishing a crime scene early in the investigation. Ambulances were also seen parked at the Spring of Hope Church on Alden Street, which is behind that home. The crime is being investigated by the Springfield Police Detective Bureau and the Metro Police were assisting at the scene. Police are also investigating uh, the other shootings, which occurred at 1.45 a.m. Sunday near 1300 Main Street and at about 7.45 p.m. Sunday at Allendale Street.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Why aren't these people all down at the riverfront park enjoying the festivities and the max tones, not trying to settle scores?
2: Well, only
0: one was before the fireworks
1: went off. No, only even just one. The rest of them were after the fireworks.
0: Well, I mean, is this oh. one of these uh, situations where you know the family gets together for a Fourth of July barbecue, and next thing you know, well, somebody gets a little, you know, a little tipsy, starts, <laughs> you know, starts mouthing off, and all of a sudden you get to some sort of throwdown. Yeah,
2: Uncle Uncle Bobby's going to shoot the natty daddy off my head. Watch this. Yeah,
1: I, I don't hear, I don't see it sounding this way uh, in this particular instance.
2: Listen, I'm just trying to play to all fields.
1: Yeah, I know. I hear you. Yeah.
2: Uh, one person was seriously injured and two others received wounds that were non-life-threatening on the Main Street shooting. One man was brought to the hospital by a private vehicle with injuries that were non-life-threatening after the Allendale Street Ooh, shooting.
0: Yeah, it's got like his own limousine?
2: Yeah, well, it's that service. It's that hmm. car service. Uber thing. Ambulance. That's right. Yep. Gangulance, I think that's it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, What appeared to be a large group of uh, July 4th revelers remembered uh, their illegal fireworks but forgot their manners, leaving a mess in the city's north end. A maintenance worker at the aptly named Freedom Credit Unit on Boylston Street surveyed the aftermath of the party on Monday morning. Uh, Stephen Phillips said this happens every year, but it's never been this bad. His eyes are roaming a landscape of spent mortars, discarded fireworks boxes, empty booze bottles, and the odd dirty diaper. I think the dirty diaper is just the... Uh The chef's kiss when you have a a, a mess. <laughs> the what? Like the chef's kiss. Mwah. Yeah, there you go. There's the, uh, yeah. I see. Yeah, it's it's yeah. A, it's
0: the frosting on the cake.
2: Yeah. Um. The trashy carnage extended to the administrative building adjacent to the credit union, a kidney dialysis center next door, the parking lot of the Republican across the street, and the traffic medians that split Main Street.
1: The uh, the traffic median thing. Um. That's where there was garbage. You're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See the, the the thing of it, I saw a lot. <coughs> excuse me, I went, I parked at MGM, and the the parking lot of that building is that still Berkshire Bank right in front of MGM? Uh, yeah, they blocked that parking lot so that people could not park there. Um, in fact, they blocked a lot of parking lots from allowing people to park there and then walk over to Riverfront Park. Now in the North End, you know, when you're up there around the the Republican Building, I I don't, I I guess those people can see the fireworks over the river. I mean, as long as the Republican Building is not in your way, uh. But it also looked like they were setting off a lot of their own fireworks there because the, of the, the Republican the, was no the uh, the the uh, residents or mm. people in that area
2: <laughs> like the Republican could afford fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, with the aftermath, it's hard to tell. Hey, which was dirty before the incident? Which was dirty after the incident?
1: I'm sure the the owners of the parking lot know that it was clean when they left at the end of Friday. Well, again, I mean, apart from the the dirty
0: diaper, which full disclosure was actually mine. But uh, everybody, everything else, uh, you know, you don't want to pick up uh, just you know recently lit fireworks. You know, you burn your hands off. And as far as the, you know, the empty bottles and can maybe all the trash receptacles were full and they had no choice but to leave them where they were.
1: Mm, yeah, well, that obviously would be something that you would be able to know if you were there. I know,
0: just, you know, holiday weekend, they might have had yeah. regular trash pickup as a result. You never know.
1: And the idea of, you know, not wanting to pick up a hot, recently detonated uh, firework. And that doesn't really fly either. After a while,
2: that's why you're supposed to bring the bucket of water with you so you could yeah. sub, uh, submerge the f- uh, spent shells exactly. in, in water. Yes, um, a uh, body believed to belong to a man whose car was found on the French King Bridge has been found in a stretch of the Connecticut River in Gill. The body was found, uh, or the body was discovered by a fisherman Saturday morning, half a mile north of the bridge. The body was transported to the office of the chief medical examiner, who Will determine the cause of death. No foul play, though, is sus- suspected. To no, be- but
1: the man was wanted. Police in in Norfolk. I don't even know where Norfolk, Massachusetts, is. Uh, we're we're looking for this guy. Is that all? The only all well, you got there is half the story, Steve.
2: That would have been great yeah. to know as yeah. far as details are provided. Right but here, we are again.
1: Mass Live. Hmm. Mm, oh uh, yeah. I don't even know why you do that because stuff. because no, I wouldn't even bother that's awful
2: listen we uh, we hire only the best yeah no
1: that, thats that's <laughs> clearly <laughs> not true
2: yeah, think of no. think of all the likes of the great people that walk through these doors yeah. like no. uh no. <clears throat> um uh, the yeah
1: them those people
0: yeah Norfolk, I, Norfolk by the way is between uh Franklin and Brockton
1: ah there you go well, lovely country out there. The in-house news service should be uh, ignored.
2: Hey, he's doing a service. Yeah, I don't think you should really just uh, you know dismiss
1: that. Well, I, considering the two stories I know you've done from them and how <laughs> poorly they were reported, I would say just skip it.
2: Well, what what what's the deal? So the guy was wanted. Big deal. What does that have to do with the rest of the story? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> A 65-year-old man woke up abruptly after a, a reticulated python bit him while sitting on the toilet at home. The man, who has not been named, went to the toilet around 6 a.m. and felt a pinch in the genitals shortly after sitting oh. on the toilet. The genitals?
1: Genitals. Ah. I couldn't
2: say ge- Well, they were genitals, <laughs> and now they're genitals.
1: And uh, what is uh, reticulated?
2: That's what I would like to know about it.
0: Uh, well, I, uh, I just decided to look it up. It's a uh, constructed, arranged, or marked like a net or network or having a pattern of interlacing lines, especially from, uh, of pierced work, forming a net or web.
1: Oh, so I see. I'm looking right now at a Python that is, it's about the, it, the look of their skin. uh, Well, why doesn't it just say that on the dictionary? I know.
2: The reticulated python, a constrictor native to Asia that can grow to nearly 30 feet in length, is said to have found its way into the toilet via the building drain network in the Austrian city of Graz. Police said in the statement, shortly after sitting on the toilet, the Graz resident, on his own, felt a pinch on his genitals. Oof, (laughs) Jesus.
1: Where exactly...
2: I don't know. I don't know if it was just on the skin, yeah, or it was, you know. Well,
1: I mean, it was probably on the skin, but was it on the boys? Was it a? Was well, it a bullseye? He, he said testicles. Didn't you say testicles?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yes. did say testicles. Right. Yes. Ah, now um, fortitude. The uh, the python is not a uh, venom snake, right? I mean, you you. you you can get bit and not have any... You, no one has to suck any poison out, right? Well, <sighs>
2: to a python, it looks like two mice in a warm sock. So I can't blame the snake yeah. for wanting to go after that. Listen,
0: them. whenever I use a toilet that I am not uh, familiar with, I always look inside yeah, just this, to make sure.
1: This was his own toilet. Well, my my you, understanding is this was a lost snake of his neighbors. Did you have that, Steve? Mm. Or is that from the in-house people? That's probably from the yeah, in-house yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, where did you get that version of the story? Because this is from uh, the UK.co, the, the English one that uh, we mm-hmm. always look at. Yeah, Which I don't know where
1: one? I got it. I forget. I'm sure I got it from the Drudge Report.
2: Ah. There have been uh, numerous reports of uh, reticulated pythons killing humans throughout history. The latest report dates back to June 2020 when a 16-year-old Indonesian boy was suffocated to death. By a seven-meter python near a waterfall in the uh, in the southeast section of Indonesia. Damn, those things choke you to death. Uh,
1: they, that's yeah, what they constrictor will. Constrictor is
2: yeah. I know, but you think uh, you're gonna take on something big like that?
1: Well, how are you, you said, supposed he's to a...
2: finish that? Are you gonna finish all of that? You're gonna kill that boy. You better finish it.
1: Well, you said a seven-year-old, right? Yeah. And how big is a snake?
2: Uh, seven, no, a seven-meter snake killed a 16-year-old boy.
1: Okay. Well, he probably can finish him.
2: I'm just thinking of the parents of the snake.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, when, Don't he, take when he brings than, it home.
2: Eat all you want, but take take all you want, but eat all you take.
1: It. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: The uh, cheating website Ashley Madison posted its annual list of top cities where people are looking to cheat in 2021. It's based on how many people signed up last summer, though, so it's more like the top cities that want some summer side action, mm-hmm. even, though, even if there's a pandemic going on. They are? Yeah.
1: No, they are. What are the cities?
2: Are you ready? Yeah. Miami, Orlando, mm-hmm. Las Vegas, Atlanta, Cincinnati, Minneapolis, Boise, Idaho.
1: Boise, Idaho.
2: St. Louis, St. Paul, Minnesota, and Tampa.
1: We're not on the list? No, we didn't. Uh, we
2: even come uh, not, even, not even Boston. Yeah, Boston didn't even make it there. Mm. That's crazy.
1: And Boise, Idaho did.
2: Yeah, it's probably because you're locked up with somebody for so long. That yeah, you but just
1: in Boise, you're
0: probably used to that.
2: Yeah, but I'm talking about, uh, you know, now you really have to be locked up with somebody. At least in Boise, you could go out and like, till a field or something.
1: Uh, till a field?
2: Yeah, I, I need to get away from the wife for a while. I'm going out to till the fields out in Boise.
1: Yeah. Uh, you got all no. these
2: potatoes to uh, to get.
1: I, I, know. Know, I, know, I, know, I don't know about that.
2: You don't think that there's
1: the, potatoes? To the, there? I know I there are know. Idaho potatoes. There's no question about that.
2: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be uh, hot, humid, and the chances of severe thunderstorms later on this season. have gone
0: down, we'll pick you uh It's uh, 849 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102.
1: Couple of hot days on tap. Morning sunshine and then an afternoon. Damaging thunderstorms possible with uh, highs near 90 already 75 in downtown Springfield.
0: There's a uh, a very very cool uh, exhibit coming up uh, in Gasoline Alley Uh, for many many years Chris Marion who is from Springfield has been photographing uh, pictures for the NBA and uh, the name of the exhibit is 413 to the NBA and Chris Marion is in the studio with us right now it's good to see you.
1: Bax it's great to be here. Taking
4: pictures of the NBA with permission, or
1: these uh, like uh, undercover kind of things.
4: These are well, they were taken with permission. I don't Mm -hmm. know if they're being shown with permission necessarily. (laughs) Who needs permission for that kind of thing? Well, you know.
1: But uh, but let me
0: ask you, how did how did you uh, how did you start taking pictures uh, for the for the NBA?
4: Uh, That's a great question. Um, Actually, if you remember the Springfield Armor. I know John remembers the Armour very well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, so you, had yeah. That, you had that one season ticket. I believe I did have the season <laughs> ticket, yes. Um, I was the team photographer for the Armour, and obviously there was a, a you know, the Armour had a direct connection with the NBA. And uh, to an extent, I guess to make it short for radio, the you know, the rest is history. Um, I, I was... Photographing the, the armor, armor. Would say anything, man. What's that? <laughs> it's like you're avoiding all the major details. <laughs> well, there's a lot of there's a the yada yada. yada. Yeah. I now have a show. Yeah, There's a lot of details. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Yada, yada, yeah, yada. yada, yada. Um, the uh, yeah, so the gist of it, you know, was the armor had had started here in Springfield, and and they the first year they had like three or four all stars. Uh, for the G League, or sorry, the D League, back in the day, um, and uh, I went to Orlando that first uh, NBA All Star year. I think it was 2012, and photographed that. And the NBA just said, "Hey, look, we could use you here." Uh, and you know, I've been photographing every uh, All Star game since, um, except this year. Actually, this was the first year I because I was in the G League bubble. Down right. in Orlando for six and a half weeks this year, so uh, we missed out on on the Atlanta.
1: So on on Saturday the seventeenth, that would be a week from this coming Saturday, right? Yes. Uh, from ten to five at Gasoline Alley. Ga- Gasoline Alley is a is a place or an area. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually two fifty Albany Street. Right. So and uh, from ten to five.
4: It's a section. Gasoline Alley is a section. Both a section of Springfield. Mm. Uh, and but also more specifically, the the, the campus of Gasoline Alley. Um, Joe Sebelia, uh is is the, the the big dog there, and he's he's the one that actually brought me in and provi- is providing the venue for the show. Um, it's this awesome entrepreneurial um, kind of. I don't know, it's just this living thing, this campus. Yeah. Um, he you know he he's uh, it's like an incubator, I guess maybe is the short of it. Um, very popular now. A lot of traffic there with monsoon coffee roasters. Um, a lot of people in and out of there because their coffee is phenomenal.
0: This is a uh, photographer, Chris Marion in the studio. You know, 10 years of, uh, of taking pictures uh, for the NBA. I've seen, I've seen some of your work. I've seen it online. Is this the first time that you've had an actual exhibit for these pictures?
4: It is. I've, and a lot of these photos have never been seen in public um, because for various reasons, some of them licensing reasons. Um, others, the, you know, they're just kind of my uh, personal uh, images from. Uh, it's just so many different uh, right. events and and. Well, moments. when you're
0: when you're taking pictures of an event, let's just say it's the NBA All Star Game, which right. is you know you go to every year. But mm-hmm. let's just say it's that. When you're taking pictures, it's not like you're just taking one picture of one guy. You're snapping pictures all over the place because you just never know when you're just going to get that that right shot with the right light with the right motion, and you nail
4: it. Right, right. And and there's so much going on during a, an All-Star game uh, it, it, for four days. You know, it's like this uh, Disneyland of basketball that gets plugged into, you know, whatever city uh, they're in. Um, and it attracts, of course, major superstars. So, you know, I, I've, I've photographed folks like, uh, you know, I mean, Jamie Foxx, Dave Chappelle, Jack Nicholson, uh, Kevin Hart. You know, I mean, just countless, Mm. countless uh, celebrities and icons.
1: Now, do you already have like a a CVS nearby picked out where you run the film over to get it uh, developed and get it within an hour or so?
4: (laughs) That's a good question. There is actually some film. There are, you you joke, but there are some film prints uh in there and i have them processed locally at in a flash really yeah uh-huh. we, we, springfield has its own lab still okay. really you know yeah. you
0: don't scour the area looking for that one
4: last uh, photo the, the mat, the photo out there? mat. Yeah. yeah the 24-hour <laughs> <laughs> photo with sure. our, yeah
1: what a great idea that was and could be again
4: it, it, you know what film <laughs> uh, you guys know about you know obviously uh, the the resurgence of vinyl right film photography is making that similar comeback really yeah wow.
0: well i mean it's it's a craft it really, to do—I yeah. mean, to do it correctly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's, there's so much in, involved in the actual development of of film. For those of you that remember what film even right. looked like, but exactly. that but that is—it's
1: all all science to it. So, it yep. so you're gonna have music in this thing.
4: Uh, uh, White Lion setting up a beer garden. White Lion is going to be there. They're going to start pouring around noon on Saturday, the seventeenth. Um, I've got a band who was actually one of the original White Lion Wednesday bands, Lemon Street. Is going to be playing, and I'm going to have uh, right by the exhibit. Cantagallo food truck is going to be right there, which is going to be phenomenal pairing with your, uh, you know, your Dank Dreams or whatever White Line you're drinking that day. <laughs> um, but also, you you know, so if if all this wasn't enough, Gasoline Alley is also putting on. Uh, they're bringing in more food trucks. Mm. So Auntie Kathy's Kitchen, La Mesa, and Batch saucy mama on top of the normal monsoon goodness i mean it's going to be it's going to be a great community event it's going to be a scene man yeah yes the exhibit
0: is uh saturday july 17th it's at gasoline alley 250 albany street in springfield it's going to be a great time free can't wait wait to go free admission free admission free
4: absolutely free were you aware of this when you set it up (laughs) I didn't think this through, Bax. No. Does your wife know this is free? <laughs> no, this? well, now she, now she does. Oh, boy, I'm in trouble. Remember it at the second
0: annual. <laughs> well, Chris, best of luck. It's going to be a great night, and, uh, and, and congratulations on, on the exhibit.
4: Guys, thanks so much. I appreciate
0: it. You bet. Chris Marion with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. Rock
4: 102 wants to boost your bank account this July.